Hello, and welcome to the Sauce Report. Well, it is that time of week where it is Sports Tuesday. How about that? And, of course, this is Sports Tuesday with your favorite host, Sosslin Timonson. I hope you guys are having a fantastic week. And it was a very, very adventurous and very eventful weekend while in the sports world. And it is definitely very eventful in the NFL. And so I think that it's respectable as the NFL season is winding down that we kind of talk about the NFL team, the exact, the NFL, uh, the, the playoff contentions and my predictions on the playoff and who has a good chance of winning and how, where is Tom Brady heading after this and why is it too late now? So with this in mind, let's dive in. The NFL is very heated, especially during this time right now. And here's why it's heated. Because we look at their standings, and here's the standings that we are projecting look at. And I'm going to look at the playoff pictures. And I'm absolutely excited. Because your number one seed is actually the Buffalo Bills with, now we're looking at the AFC so your number one team in the, in the NFL, or the, not the NFL, but in the NFC, is your Buffalo Bills, their number one. Kansas City Chiefs are number two. Uh, number three is Baltimore Ravens. Number four is your Tennessee Titans. And number five is number five is your Cincinnati Bengals, while number six is your Miami Dolphins. Last but not least, your number seven team is... Uh, the New York Jets. Now, of course, those are all projected to change. And it's interesting because I look at it and the Kansas City Chiefs look like they're owned by the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, the Cincinnati Bengals are a solid team. They are a very, very good team. And that's why I think it's important that, you know, if Kansas City were to play... Um, like for instance, if they're like projection of last year, I don't think, uh, the Chiefs have enough strength to beat against the Bengals. Personally, I don't because, uh, Joe Burrows is three and zero against good old Patrick Mahomes. Of course, I'm not surprised about the Buffalo Bills. Um, they had a very very easy win, and against the. Well, I gotta look at the. I gotta look at the scores for this week before we dive in. So let's switch it over. I'm sorry about that. This is, of course, Sports Tuesday, and it is unscripted. So who, just bear with me. You can say that. I can. I don't know. So, we have the Buffalo Bills played against the Patriots, and it was I was projecting the Patriots to win, but not by very much. But your Buffalo Bills won. Against them, twenty-four to ten. One thing that did surprise me is the loss of the Atlanta Falcons, nineteen to sixteen against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That did surprise me quite a bit, a lot more than I thought it would be. Um, and I thought, you know, I think Atlanta is in the rebuilding stage, and I just, 
I think that there's going to be some reconstruction and I could see some firing of head coaches and management after the season ends because they used to be a solid team, but they've gone off the cliff. Your Denver Broncos. Okay, what in the world is up with Denver Broncos? I mean, realistically, is it me or do they just suck? You only put up a nine points against the Baltimore Ravens. And they lost by one point. It's like Baltimore Ravens got exposed for who they really were as well. Ten measly points. That's not even like it. That's not even like a solid win. And um, that's not even a solid win at all. So I think we have to look at you know Denver Broncos. I think Hackett, head coach Hackett's going to be fired by the end of the season. We don't know, but that's why I'm projecting. And I don't know what's going on with Russell Wilson. I mean. Russell Wilson only threw three passing touchdowns since Halloween. Think about it. Three passing touchdowns since Halloween. I mean, what is what in the world is that? I mean, you want to talk about a quarterback that's gone off the cliff? It'd be Russell Wilson. And he's not old. Of course, Rodgers, I think, had his last game of the season with the Chicago, I think, with the Green Bay Packers because they're going to switch out to that. The Green Bay Packers, anyway, they had a very sloppy win against the Chicago Bears, which is my team. I was very surprised um, that they had a very sloppy win. And because they started off playing very bad the first half of the Chicago Bears game. And then they just ended up playing mediocre at best. I think what they have to do now is that they have to look at a few ahead, future ahead. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers will get his... Super Bowl win, not with the Green Bay Packers. He'll probably be with a different team if he were to stay with the Green Bay Packers. I don't think they're a very solid team anymore. Chicago Bears, they're in the rebuilding stage. I give kudos for uh, Justin Fields for putting in about 142 rushing yards. I give him very props for that, especially that 56-yard touchdown that he ran. Um, And that was very good. That was fantastic. Um, and I think that they're in a rebuilding stage. I think, you know what, I think the Chicago Bears, if I were the Bears right now, I'd be focused on draft picks. I'd be focusing on, you know, kind of, I hate to say it, but losing the all the games from uh, week four, I think it's week 15 of uh, week 14, all the way through week 17. Uh, I would rather just lose all those games because then you have a higher draft pick. So <clears throat> continuation of the this week's or week 13's game the ball the Detroit Lions are by far surprising me are they not you know putting up 40 points uh against the Jacksonville Jaguars they are a very surprising team uh I do have to admit that I was definitely surprised and they are a very good team now Detroit Lions I think they're in the rebuilding I think they're in the developing stage and I think they're starting to they could be a playoff caliber team next year, but who knows? We can be hopeful. And one team that is, who knows where they are, I don't know what's happening to them, would be your uh, Houston, Texas. And I know I have some friends that are Texan fans. <clears throat> All I have to say is, what in the world happened on Sunday? You guys can get a second, you guys can get a two wins. You're, the Houston Texans are measly at 110 to 1. 
I mean, what do you call that? I mean, you can't like you can't win a game with you. I mean, they're not they're eliminated from the playoffs. They're projected to get number one draft pick, while Chicago is projected to get number two, and then you have your Denver Broncos at number three. But either way, your Houston Texans loss against the Cleveland Browns at four, twenty-seven to fourteen. And it was a very frustrating loss. So I can see why Houston Texans are getting a little bit frustrated. They need to figure out what's going on in the upper management. You know, they need to, I think they need to start fresh. Just like with the Green Bay Packers. And the Vikings game, it was at Minnesota Vikings against the Jets. And I think that we're going to see Zach Wilson, or I think Wilson, that quarterback, used to be a head quarterback, for the New York Jets, I could see him moving out of going into free agency. I don't know what happened. Uh, they played very good. It was a very good old football game. And they played hard. Um, and I think it was very respectable. And that was just a very Minnesota just outplayed them. And it's interesting because we look at we look at Minnesota Vikings game. you know, And here's why it was like a very good hard game. Because we look at the stats of both teams, okay? They had... Um, I would like to apologize for the music in the background. My mom is uh, practicing. She's, you know, she's practicing piano. She's very well-gifted piano lesson. So I do apologize for the piano playing in the background. That is in the couple other rooms in the living room. And so, but besides that, going back to the team stats of the New York Giants game. So total yards, New York Giants did have a total yards of 486 to 287. Passing yards, New York Giants, I don't know how they, I mean, they had 100, 366, um, 366 rushing yards. And they also had 159 uh, passing yards as well. So passing yards for New York Jets were 366 compared to Minnesota Vikings, which was 159. Rushing yards, 120 versus 128. So that's not very much of a, a good game. You look at all these stats, okay? Somehow, they're always... I don't know why they're so good, okay? You have... The New York Jets just blow them out of the water. I have not... Well, besides eight stats in the rushing yards. I don't really understand that. Uh, that's not by much. And then you also have... but. The biggest drawback, I think, that really hurt them, and you look at it, the biggest drawback was the interceptions. They had two interceptions. And both on those two interceptions, they were scoring drives, either with a touchdown and, I think, a field goal. So they had scoring touchdowns, and that's what really hurt them. Because what happened is, is that, yeah, they had uh, scoring touchdowns in the first half, because the second half, it was 20, while in the first half, the New York Jets only put up six points. And then the second half, the New York Jets outscored uh, the Minnesota Vikings. But the Minnesota Vikings ended up being set, scored seven more points in that second half, fourth quarter. The penalties, though, you had, um, <clears throat> the penalties was New York Jets had six and then Vikings had three. But then the time possession didn't understand, you know, which was 31 minutes and 38 seconds. 
while Minnesota Vikings had 28, 28 minutes and 22 seconds. See, and I was thinking that the New York Jets were going to win. You know, but I guess those interceptions, when you have those interceptions and they're pretty close to the New York Jets on their side, that can really hurt uh, their end. Because New York Jets has a good defense. They've spent years now recounting their defense. They spent years to work on their, their building up their defense. Because Kirk Cousins, that's not a very good performance. Kirk Cousins had an awful performance, actually, realistically. Uh, only 173 yards compared to uh, Mike White, who is their new starting quarterback, who only had 369. I mean, that's, that's, in, that's incomparable. And so, I don't know. I just think that we have to, things have to be done. Um, and I don't think Vikings, will they make it deep in the playoffs? Probably not. But we're going to get to that later in this episode. The Washington Commanders and the New York Giants. I'm not going to lie. I did favor the New York Giants in this game. I did favor them. I don't know why. But I don't know how you cannot win. They couldn't win. The New York Giants couldn't win against the Commanders. Because we look at their stats. And here's one of the things that I look at with their stats. Okay. With the team stats, you know, this is one of the things that's interesting. Because Washington had 10 first, scored 10 points in the first quarter against nothing. It was 10 to nothing first quarter. Second quarter, New York Giants were in the lead by 13 to 13. Well, they were tied 13 to 13, but they scored 13 points in the second in the second quarter. And then what happened was third quarter, they scored seven, New York Giants did. And then fourth quarter, it was Washington uh, scored seven, and then they didn't score a single thing. But you look at this, okay. What happened was you had their total stats. Washington had 411 uh, total yards, while New York Giants had 316. Their passing yards, it was, it was, I would say it was a little bit more even because you had 246 yards of passing, and the New York Giants had 182 passing. And then we also had rushing yards. So Washington just, you know, I'm not going to go all the way, but one stat to actually just... It actually just it's very interesting to see is um sacks allowed so the sacks allowed it was only by one it was five to four but then the time of possession i mean it's very well evident when you have 41 minutes and 11 seconds and compared to 28 and 49 seconds i don't know how washington can just push a field goal i don't know there's there's some there's some problems there. And you would think that Washington, even with all their penalties, they still had a very good time possession, and they did. So that was a very, that was a scratch-heading game. I, that was like a very frustrating game. And then one other team, actually, that I just was actually very, very, actually blown away. Uh, you want to talk about, you know, teams and stuff. Um, Tennessee Titans, and actually today, Tennessee Titans did fire their head uh, GM. So their GM is no longer part of the Tennessee Titans organization. So the t- <clears throat> it's interesting because that wasn't, even a, that wasn't even a close game whatsoever. 
Uh, you look at the passing yards, 386 to 122. Rushing yards was the closest I could, as ever gotten, which was by 20 points, which favored ten, what Tennessee had 87 to compare it to 67. That was the closest it's ever been. Uh, other than that, I don't see a single thing. Uh, sacks allowed. Tennessee got sacked six times. Uh, your third down uh, efficiency, I don't think it really mattered in this game whatsoever. Um, because third down efficiencies, you look at um, your Philly, your Philadelphia Eagles scored all, at least scored somewhat of all four points. While Tennessee just scored a wobbling all their points in the first half. It was a little bit disheartening. But you look at their uh pe- you look at their penalties Philly won their penalty well they got the most penalties um which is a little bit twist it's a little bit dis a little bit um uh, mind boggling I would think uh, yeah mind boggling just a little bit um and then your time possession it was thirty two to twenty seven very close in time possession but I don't think it really mattered in the fourth quarter, and it didn't really matter. Yeah, once the fourth quarter hit, you knew the game was set. So it's going to be interesting with the third down. No, not the third down. It's going to be interesting now that they're uh, that they fired their GM in their midseason or towards the end of the season. It's going to be interesting to watch. Your Los Angeles Rams, that's another game. that I just was, I don't know what happened. I actually looked at them. What happened to the Los Angeles Rams, the Super Bowl reigning MVP, still the champions? I mean, their three and nine record. I don't know what happened. Who? It's like they brought Matthew Stafford on, and you look at it, or not Geno Smith, but um, you. I don't know what happened. It's like they've gone off the cliff too, and. You know, you look at the Los Angeles Rams, you know, they played very close in their in their total yards. They had very close. It was averaging pretty close. Your rushing yards, uh, that it, Los Angeles loved rushing yards. It, that's their strongest game is a run game. And it's going to be interesting when they go up to Lambeau Field. And at this point, I don't know who's going to be. It's going to be pretty much who's going to be the worst teams playing against. Uh, it's going to be who's going to be the worst teams. Uh, your Green Bay Packers versus Los Angeles Rams, and not this weekend, but the following weekend. And I find it interesting, but according, um, according to um, uh, Pete Carroll, they don't need Russell Wilson after all, because your Seattle Seahawks are seven and five, and I would think that Russell Wilson was a key player in the Seattle Seahawks, but no, apparently there was a problem, and they solved the problem, which was Russell Wilson. And anyway, they had time of possession was very, very close. Uh, and it was like 20, 30 to 30 minutes and 53 seconds to 29 seconds of, or 29 minutes and 7 seconds. That was a very close game. I really thought, I really, really thought that the Los Angeles Rams would make a comeback and win because they scored 10 points and they were up by, they were down by one point in the second half or in the first half and then I think it's once again it's that 
third down that or the third quarters that game difference was. So overall, it was a very interesting game to watch. And then the Dolphins game, I didn't really watch that game. I was a little bit surprised that the 49ers won. And I think your 49ers are avenging. Uh, they're going after. And they're, I think they're going to be a very solid team in the playoffs. So don't rule them out for a potential AFC or NFC championship. Don't rule them out. Um, so it's interesting, and of course there are other games, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allow you to read the game. Uh, I don't know why the Colts even stepped on the field, fifty four to nineteen. If I were them, I just get rid of them. Uh, I just get rid of them to, I I just get rid of them. They're not a very good team. They're actually a very bad team. Uh, the Colts they've played very sloppy, and they're just not reliable anymore. Um, and then the, your Saints game and your Tampa Bay Buccaneers game was a mediocre at best. Um, that was just very played very poorly, um, and you're kind of seeing the you're seeing the frustrations pouring out. So we look at the playoff picture. I've already read out the first in the beginning when we started off. I already read off the AFC uh, top seven, AFC top seven seed. Now your NFC. Of course, from last week, if you paid it, or if you listened to last week's show, your um, your Eagles are still number one. They have not changed. Your Minnesota Vikings haven't changed. Your top four seeds, actually, your top five seeds have not changed. And a matter of fact, you could say number six um, has not changed. Your six through one through six has not changed. So it goes. Philadelphia Eagles, Minnesota Vikings, number two. 49ers, number three. Number four, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Number five, your Dallas Cowboys. And number six, your New York Giants. But what did change was your Seattle Seahawks knocked off your uh, Washington Commanders with, uh, with that tiebreaker. They did knock it off, which was a little bit interesting. So I think it's a little bit... Now, you look at... If the playoff were to end, you would have your Minnesota Vikings play against the Seattle Seahawks. And then your 49ers play against the New York Giants. And then you have your Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing against your Dallas Cowboys. The reason why you you don't have... You have your number two seed now is because as of last year, new rules have changed. So if you hold the number one seed, number one team, and that both uh, conferences have a bye, so but while two through seven now have to play against each other in the wild card. So I find it interesting because if it were to end, I would favor the Minnesota Vikings over the Seattle Seahawks. So I'm going to say Minnesota Vikings are just going to move on to the conference. While the 49ers would just easily win, so be Minnesota Vikings. And then your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm gonna give um I'm gonna give your your Cowboys a head a lead. You know, they're a very solid team. They're a fundamental team, they are a strong team, and that's where I see them. I see your Cowboys uh moving forward. I also see and then you move on to the other two teams. You move on to now the Eagles playing against your Dallas Cowboys. And then as well as your Minnesota Vikings playing against the 49ers. 
it's going to be interesting because that could be anyone's game. Now, if the Minnesota, if the Eagles play against the Cowboys, it will be a conference. It will be a conference game. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to watch because you have those. It could be honestly anyone's game. I could see the Cowboys winning by a slim margin against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, this is guaranteed to change. I could see them winning. And then I could see the Minnesota Vikings and the 49ers. And you're probably going to be shocked. But I could see the 49ers winning against the Minnesota Vikings just the way they played and how they've had very short you should, like when they've won, they've won by a short amount of points. They've won less than three, like they've won less than seven points. And I think uh, your 49ers are going to win more than uh, seven points. So I'm going to give your 49ers a slight lead and we'll go to the NFC Championship. And then uh, it would be your 49ers versus your Cowboys, Dallas Cowboys. Could the Dallas Cowboys go to the Super Bowl this year? You know, I hate to say it, but yes. Yes, they can. They are a solid team now. They are a built team. Mike McCarthy has done a great job along with Jerry, the owner. I could see them putting up a good fight against the 49ers, probably going overtime and giving it by three points by a field goal with five minutes and 30 seconds to go in overtime. So that would conclude your NFC. If the playoffs were to start today and you were trying to get a Super Bowl win, your first Super Bowl team, it would be your Dallas Cowboys. Now let's go to your AFC. Your Kansas City Chiefs, I'm going to kind of breeze right through, uh, versus the Jets, and then your Baltimore Ravens versus Miami Dolphins, and then you have Tennessee Titans versus Bengals. I'm going to give Kansas City Chiefs just going to advance. I'm also going to give... Um, a lead over the Miami Dolphins, beating the Baltimore Ravens. And last but not least, I'm going to give your Cincinnati Bengals up an edge over um, edge over the Tennessee Titans just because of the management. I think there's some major shakeups going up, so I'm going to give them over. So then that leads to your Buffalo Bills against the Miami Dolphins. And then, once again, your uh, Kansas City Chiefs versus OB... Um, Bengals at Chiefs. It could be uh, the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to give them a huge win because Josh Allen is avenging uh, the Super Bowl, uh, sniffing the Super Bowl. I'm going to, once again, I have to give it to the Cincinnati Bengals against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so the Bengals and the Buffalo Bills going to be at the AFC Championship. And then with Buffalo Bills... Pulling a win, not by much, but probably by five points against uh, your Cincinnati Bengals. And then it would be the Buffalo Bills versus Dallas Cowboys. Now, that is very hard to decipher. Which ones would have a higher chance of winning? I would have to say it would be the Buffalo Bills. Uh, because I think Buffalo Bills are playing with uh, with one with something in mind, with one goal in mind. And that is to win that Super Bowl that they were robbed of last year. And I think that is what they're going to win. And they're going to walk, uh, they're going to steamroll the Dallas Cowboys. And then your current, then your Super Bowl champions will be the Buffalo Bills. Now, give or take, there's some exciting games going to happen. Now, this is projected to change. But I just wanted to tell you that this is my projection of what could happen. 
Oh, sorry if this was a boring episode, but I love the NFL. There's a lot going on, and it's very exciting. And get ready for a wonderful season. Hope you guys have an awesome day. And remember to keep it saucy and have a blessed day. Bye.